0: The Boodles Band. We love the Boodles Band because it's rich of uh, the old school trombone. I'm just a trombone into the trombone. Jazz, mix of medley, of rhythm. And honestly, guys, it's good to have you back. I've got Susie Sockets in the studio, girl. What's up? Man, it's good to be back. It is. And we'll talk to you about what happened for the month of July. Mr. Greg Ovis with G's Welcome, baby.
1: Hey, man, it's great to be back. It seems like a little nostalgic party right now. It is, man. It seemed
2: like forever.
0: It, I'm right? t- you guys know we've always said this from day one, way back when. It's therapy. I was at <laughs> home. Uh, and I and I just want to send out a big hugs. Big hugs. Stay strong to those of you that you, you may have had your run with COVID or you have the COVID COVID right now. And uh, no matter who you are, it can happen. And it happened to us. We got down and, and messed up and we got
2: COVID. Is the COVID COVID, the COVID-19 plus the Delta? I don't is know. Is that what you meant? COVID, but my, COVID?
0: But my wife is walking crooked <laughs> right now. She said, my, honey, I'm not walking straight. I said, honey, you 50-something
2: years old. You It's not COVID. That's mean. She just had a birthday yesterday. I know, but I love her. She's not listening, so <laughs> oh, I can get away with you're
1: it. You're in trouble on that one. Greg, I know, right? <laughs> Greg, Overs,
0: how are you feeling, man?
1: Doing good. Just glad to be back here. Um, you know, It's yeah. been a while, So, but I'm glad you're feeling better for sure. Yeah, family, no doubt.
0: Uh, the sure. whole tribe, just to let you know, yeah. the whole tribe was down the month of july uh and you know when you get out of rhythm it you feel it
2: you do right and and
0: the things i think you guys can agree a ton of students my parents out there we have a rhythm and when we get out of rhythm no matter what's happening we go a little bonkers yep i mean you can only stay home for so long to get to know your family (laughs) you miss the moments of therapy speaking of therapy (laughs) i got to introduce the show guest because we are honored uh the mad scientist. Mr. Will Lockwood from Ken Diggett Design Bitch and Rides people. You guys have seen the show.
1: Yeah, you, you can't can't deny his ability. He's an amazing fabricator. Uh just love watching him. Can't wait to chat.
0: He's a talented cat and we're gonna go way back. Uh in fact, military, all my veterans family out there. A lot of you got your start in the military. I know I did. Not with a wrench. <laughs> we call them. We were skivvy wavers, you know, doing semaphore in the Navy. But that's another story. But Will Walkward is an engineer, restorer, fabricator, and builder who is a part of the team over at Ken Diggett Design. Uh, man, they build. Yeah. Renowned custom yeah. rides.
1: Yeah. Speechless.
0: I mean, I mean, I've seen it, Dave. Dave, you can see lose a little hair because. He's off just one gazillionth of a <laughs> centimeter of a centimeter. No, that hood's not right. But guys, I want to bring to you uh, the element of technology. A lot of you have sort of your restoration projects at whatever level, whether it's in your yard or some of our great mechanics listening. You got projects at the garage happening. And no, maybe it's not a Buku, uh, you know, big money build, but what's it take with technology? How do you take the old world craftsmanship, and bring in technology like 3D. So we're going to talk to Will more about that. We're going to test him about what is very testy in the garage when, you're, <laughs> when you've when you got these deadlines. Uh, big shout-out to Bogies, by the way. Bogie, Bogie, uh, all-girls garage, good friend. Susie she yep, She's by awesome. the garage not too long ago. She's burning midnight oil for yeah. SEMA. Yep. She's got a wonderful project. Uh, of course, we'll be out at SEMA Apex and I wanted to bring to you guys a quick tip. A lot of you guys, uh, before we get to weird news, and of course, we'll talk about some antiquity news that you've got, Greg. Uh, Greg, give a website.
1: Uh, gzup.com g e z z u pcom I just want to let the people know. Yeah, let them know. We're here. I'm You're here.
0: relatively new as family here on Wrench Nation. Yeah,
1: I'm about a month into it with you guys.
0: But not new to the car world. No. And what are you what do you do? What's your forte?
1: Well, the forte is <laughs> being a consigner, buyer agent for people at auctions or private sales. So I'm helping all kinds of people purchase cars, locate them, get good deals, help them do the you know due diligence so they don't get you know in the bad deals. So yeah, something I've been doing for a while. Still love it. Won't stop. And we, you're, you're
0: awesome. And we need that. <laughs> You've helped us out. In fact, I'll just we had a slam Chevy. Yeah. And we don't do a lot of restoration. We're just a we're like the dealer, but not the dealer. Uh, we'll solve 100 million lines of code, but we not be. We're not your go-to for air ride and airbags on yeah. an old Chevy. <laughs> yeah, and you helped us out with that. And yeah, I want to yeah, thank man. you.
1: That that truck uh, just need a little bit of love on the air ride setup. I mean, it was abandoned by the, the builder kind of thing, and just didn't. And it wasn't right. done
0: right. We no. knew at least that we said, okay, "Oh yeah, that doesn't look right."
1: Yeah, it was the worst install I've seen in a long time. So but- get a
0: hold of Greg, guys, if if you're tuning in. Greg is your go-to for all your classic restoration, Uh, you know, if he can't handle it, he has got a great network. I want to bring a quick tip for you guys. A lot of you are going to replace your blend door actuator. The symptom is one vent is cold. The other one may be hot. It's not a bona fide AC refrigerant issue because, you know, if the system's low, it'll starve on those vents on how cold. But if you are prone to get your aftermarket, maybe you go to the dealer and you buy an actuator and you pop that in, and it doesn't work. Remember what we say, a lot of these parts are not plug and play. So specifically with the Ford Edge, you've got the MKX uh, platform, uh, possibly some of the Lincolns. You have to go in. It's real simple. Because some of you are going to go and you're, you are you got to pay a diagnostics. And you're yeah. like, man, I could do this myself. There are reset, relearn. Not reprogram, but relearn perci- uh, procedures. Some of it you can get away with disconnect battery. Make sure you use a battery saver or else you're going to lose the radio presets and you reconnect the battery and you're good to go. In this case, uh, this vehicle came into our garage and, of course, we've seen these type of scenarios. You press the defrost button and the power button at the same time. Yep. And then it says, ah, I'm going to work for you. That's right. Now, all you're doing is you're taking the gears and you're just homing them. Right. Send me to A. I'm going to sweep to Z. Back to A. Okay. Looks familiar. I'm going to work for you. So think about that. I don't want you guys to uh, get frustrated uh, after doing the actuator deal. Greg, what's happening in the antiquities classic car market, man?
1: Well, I got to admit, there's a couple changes that I've found to be exciting. So I know you know about, oh, I'm taking you back a little bit. Vanilla Ice, (laughs) 5.0 Mustang. That dude is great. Oh, really? Everyone knows
0: it. You know what? Vanilla Ice has reinvented himself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's carpentry. uh, So tell us, what is he doing?
1: So what I've noticed is those uh, generation uh, Mustangs and Camaros, the third, fourth-gen Mustangs, they're coming back. They're kind of hot. They're coming back into the popularity of vehicles to own. The fourth-gen Camaros, which never got a lot of love as a Camaro compared to the 60s, and the 70s um, are coming back so if you're interested in owning a fox body mustang 5.0 a 93 camaro you know pace car 97 camaro 30th anniversary those cars are bringing high dollar right now two three years ago they were pulling 15 grand maybe 16 and you know last week it, at an auction in chicago i think it was they were pulling 33 grand and went above on all wow that.
2: future so classic serious
1: man. serious car to consider if you're looking to get in the auction scene Grab a cheaper 4th general Camaro, clean it up, see what you can do. If you're at something you're wanting to do, go for it.
0: Yeah. How would you? I mean, is it because of the vanilla ices of the world that make <laughs> these things? I mean, the the, the Fox body is not awesome. There's so much you can do with that. Yeah. We, we've it, had guests on the past that have taken those things and.
1: Yeah, I think it's yeah. just the popularity because you know now people can buy that car because they they couldn't back then in the 80s and 90s. So they're getting right. you know they're falling in love with it again. But, you know, um, Ken Block, you know, everyone knows oh, yeah. Ken Block. He sure. just he just bought and restored a 90 Mustang for his daughter. Like, Aww. out of all cars to, to build. Ken, you're putting pressure <laughs> yeah, on us, right. man. Yeah. What is wrong with
0: you? <laughs> well, look, my daughter has the Mustang. It's uh, 2015. 15. It's got a little four-banger. I wasn't about to buy a, a 17-year-old, old v V8. Right. I said, you got to get much better grades <laughs> for the V8. <laughs> but I said, there's no, when she started to learn about it. I mean, she's not really into the whole automotive thing like my youngest, but- She's like, Dad, the the V8, the GT, that's got a lot. I said, honey, this is your first ride. My first ride, I was pushing more than I was driving. Exactly. You know, so, but you think the the appeal, A, you can do a lot with them. Yep. And B, it's just the evolvement of the year of vehicles. They're they're future
1: classics. They're they're coming back to the scene and um, you know, a lot of parts are available for them. They're easy to build. Yep. I mean, we have Stephen Cox coming on the show, I think, next month. Yeah. Uh, you know racing cars and he just bought a 78 or 79 fox body so out of all the cars he could build that's the one he picked as well that's cool when you when you see some of the trends that's what i'm noticing right now is those third fourth gen mustangs fourth gen camaros they're coming back if you find one grab it
0: all right so if you got a 2001 kia Rio,
1: yeah don't don't
0: give up You, you can small block that Kia Rio, and it's it's future classic. Every everything is up for grabs. Susie, what's happening in the weird section of the automotive
2: well, news? Well, so this isn't really, really weird, but I'm going to say this: it's a it's a carjacker who strikes again.
0: These carjacks—they're stealing catalytic converters. They man, are, and too. we've seen
2: our share in the shop, hasn't it? But let me fast forward and answer the most important question: No puppies were harmed in the making of this dumb criminal story. I hope not. I like my puppies. I know. Now back to the beginning, guys. So a Bay Area man with a litter of Golden Retriever puppies for sale agreed to meet a potential buyer in public. for these puppies. And this is in California. Oh, wow. Well, the potential buyer turned out to be an actual carjacker who pulled a gun and demanded the puppy seller yield his Chevy Avalanche.
0: Don't tell me he took the puppies.
2: He took the puppies, Frank. Man, what's wrong with these people? (laughs) The gunman hopped in and drove away with the puppies still inside, much like when a carjacker might... Yeah. Steal a car and there's a baby in the car oh, seat. Oh, well the
0: the last one you mentioned. Yeah, you couple, remember that?
2: You, the guy actually said, "Oh snap, there's a baby." He brought yep. it back, and he brought the baby back. Yep. <laughs> you mean, What's wrong with the give the puppies back? Give uh, the puppies back. The puppies aren't insured. That's what, <laughs> they're innocent <Poor> puppies. <laughs> they're innocent. They're innocent. <laughs> What a fool. So the weird thing about it was, of course, they gave chase. The uh, puppy jacker managed to fly uh, this avalanche onto its roof, actually flipped the vehicle over.
0: Oh, Jesus.
2: Fled on foot. Didn't take long for the perp to be apprehended. The Hayward Police Department says the three puppies were recovered from the wreckage. They were a little shaken up, but they were all comforted by the police. They were fine. There we go. And I'm like so grateful that our law enforcement officials... Actually, comforted these puppies. Listen, man. Back in the day, there was etiquette when you stole a vehicle. <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with people? I know it's oh. crazy. Well, I
0: I think nobody got hurt.
2: Nobody got hurt. Thank God. Puppies now the, are safe. Yep, yeah, puppies are safe.
0: I want to see Instagram puppies. That's all I care you, about. You
2: you can see the Facebook <laughs> post out. Absolutely, you can. But the hijacker was actually charged with carjacking. Yeah. Felony evasion in a vehicle. Animal endangerment. Oh, that's what I was listening yep. for. Yeah, possession of narcotics and weapons, etc. But what was unclear was what was the motive. Did he want the puppies? Did he want the avalanche? No, I think anxiety.
0: I think I think that 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 bloods to go. You don't see it. All you see is I got to get out of here quick.
2: You think? But, but I don't he think you
0: It's like the dude that was. They were chasing him, right? He said, "Time out! I got to stop at the gas station." At the gas station gas. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like that's a conscious effort. Like how the these Uh-oh. are people with plans. Uh, I want you guys to stay tuned, man. We so missed you, family. Uh, get on the wrenchnation.tv. From an early age, touring around with RC cars to seriously tanking We're at the Abrams tank during the Gulf War uh, for the Army, and ultimately landing a gig a very well respected gig with the team at kentigat design we're honored to have will lockwood he's going to be joining us we're going to pick his mechanical brain stay tuned ranch nation Get on to PartsAuthority.com, check locations nationally near you, PartsAuthority.com. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Vision Collision, a full-service auto body repair, collision repair, and automotive paint facility in Tempe, Arizona, serving all of Greater Phoenix. Free towing, free estimates, Vision Collision, family-owned and operated, 480-248-9049 vision collision. Bolt-on Technologies' automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have bolt-on technology software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Whether you're looking for a full service direct mail or you just simply want a few marketing materials printed for use in your store, Mail Shark has got you covered. With over 10 years of client service success with direct mail, postcards, restaurant box toppers, magnets, and so much more, Mail Shark is there to help your marketing team acquire the clients you deserve. Pay weekly, pay as you go. There is no pressure, no contracts. Direct mail, for more details visit the support for wrench nation car talk the smart choice for auto parts pronto national association pronto is committed to the independent automotive aftermarket and demonstrates leadership within the automotive industry Pronto Association is made up of nearly 100 member auto part distributors. Visit pronto-net.com. Automotive technical training, parts lineup, and representation of the automotive member community. Pronto-net.com. Right on, welcome back. Big shout-out to our family on KFNX on Saturday, uh, 90.7. All of our podcast maniacs we heard from you. Uh, you can catch the podcast on your favorite player. And, of course, visit wrenchnation.tv where you can catch Magnus Walker. We had a great time with Magnus not too long ago. Spike Fiersten. Uh Spike's coming out with a new series now on Netflix, but he is an amazing Porsche yeah. aficionado. And also has Spike's Car Radio, another great podcast you guys can check out. Now, they say uh, to really get down in the art form of vehicle design, there's a few masters. Now, I don't care what you say. You're doing your little design in your backyard. Well, you are your own master. Live it up. Passion on. Do your thing. But from concept and design to yeah. build a finished product, oh, my goodness, it's, it's, a, it's a jobby job. And a passionate one, because it's never perfect. And the folks over at Kindick Design, uh, Ken Digget, excuse me, Design, Custom Car Restoration, you guys have seen uh, the show. We're honored to have uh, Restorer and Fabricator, Mr. Will Lockwood, the mad scientist. Mr. Will, welcome. What up? Yeah, baby. How are you, man? Good. <laughs> hey, All thanks right, for man. hanging in the wings. But more importantly, as we bring you on, we've got a ton of veterans listening Thank you, man, for your service.
3: Well, thank you very much. I, you're a veteran yourself. I
0: But I didn't it. do any fancy like you. I was a signalman. We just Morse code. We, we skated a lot. We didn't <laughs> do it. You guys were
2: doing the work.
3: <laughs> but just like with what we do here, everybody ah. is important. Ah. Everybody ah, is required. That's right. We, yeah, all, we right.
2: all get a blue ribbon.
0: That's, That's right. That's right. Yeah. But the blue it ribbon and design, everybody. and I remind you guys, get on to Kindigit. .com where we're having the conversation. You can check out the gallery. They've got some great designs there. Uh, I think we just lost Will. Will will call back. But, yeah, Kendig. Ken, help me out, Greg. Ken I, thank <laughs> you. Dave Kindig is laughing right now. There he now. is. He's
1: blinking. He's back. Kendig He's design.
0: Blinking. Let's bring Will back. All right, Will, you back? Yeah,
3: yeah. Sorry.
0: No worries. I think Dave was listening. He heard me screw up the name, and he said, <laughs> I'm hanging out. <laughs> <up>. Disconnect. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Before we dive into uh, your background, man, you you've done a lot. Tell us about how, because we've got a lot of younger folks that are getting ready to go into the military, and perhaps in a a mechanical fashion, how'd you start working on Abrams Tanks?
3: Uh, Actually, I uh, took the the ASVAB, which is an Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery, and I tested really well on that. And next thing you know, the recruiters are calling you and, you know, wanting you to Come sign up in in vocational fields. You know, I I had. Uh,
0: Wait a minute! You know, it wasn't like nuke school or Navy
3: SEALs. Uh, yeah, the Navy contacted me at first <laughs>
0: really? and wanted me oh, to yeah, go
3: you... work on submarines. Uh huh. Work yeah. on submarines wow. in the nuclear fields, and and that was super cool. Until I read that three well, seventy five percent of your tour would be on the water. And I decided I just didn't want to be away from land, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta be you gotta be
0: for sure. Uh somewhat a little different, especially for the subs. I mean you're 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 underwater for months, you know. Yes. But uh they eat yes. really good, I understand. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, you have to yeah. have your boots on tight to be underwater out sea that long. So the recruiters oh, yeah. were
0: coming after you, they were like, You know what? He can't just be a swabby. He's scoring pretty high. We need him. So how that evolve? <laughs>
3: Um, well, it was funny because like I said, I kind of told the Navy, well, okay, let me think about it. And then the army contacted me and, and, and it was turbine powered tanks. I had a little bit of experience with aircraft, you know, I knew about the engines and, and, and wow, how cool that would be. And then I was really after the GI Bill and the college fund, you know, ultimately. And so, so I decided, okay, yeah, let me sign up for this. And right after, I'm kind of a believer in uh, you know fate and what have you. But but right after that, uh, there was a big ad in Hot Rod magazine with the with the Abrams tank and and come work on these tanks. I and mean, and it was just kind of really like clandestine, wow. you know. You're like, oh, how weird that yeah. all of a sudden this ad is up in here and right after I signed to do this stuff. And so. Oh, it just kind of fell. It was part of the universe, I guess.
0: The federal government. They they worked with Madison Avenue, New York. They knew <laughs> where they, they were they. It was like we don't want you going to work in an average garage. Uh, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. So, the wow. Greg, you ever see that Abrams tank and uh-huh, a hot rod? I haven't. But I mean, a, it's ingenious to attract people.
1: Yeah. Well, what a great opportunity just to fall in your lap, so to speak. Kind of connect for you there, Will. I mean, that's a that's a great thing.
3: Yeah, I totally did because I grew up on you know hot rod magazines and and you know magazines in general, obviously and. And so it, 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 it kind of meant a lot in a sense, but.
0: So yeah. you went to, tell us how long is that school, uh, that A school um, for?
3: Between the, uh, so you go to basic first and I went to Fort Knox, Kentucky, which was, which was wild and which was really fun because uh, Stripes, the movie was filmed <laughs> oh, there. Yeah, there
0: you go.
3: And so that same uh, obstacle course that Bill Murray's running across the log and, uh, uh, eventually you know falls and hurts himself you're running across that same uh the same obstacle course and you're doing the same kind of stuff and so it was really funny that being in that and then uh the school ultimately i uh, went to went to basic i went to um the 63 echo for the paint mechanic i want to say that the school itself was six months
0: six months okay
3: after after that, and then and then they kind of saw something in me too, and I went to a, a, a what they consider a hotel eight, which was a kicker to go do recovery, uh, wow. which you learn to drive a big M eighty eight recovery vehicle, and so that was all kind of epic too. But
0: you do any time players. in the Gulf?
3: Yes, I did. Oh, yes, man. I did. I, I I got a servant or stationed down at Fort Hood, Texas, and. I was just working on my Chevelle out in the storage shed whenever I could and whenever I could afford to and not paying any attention to the um, to the you know, world situation or news. No, you were under hood, man. You were you were you were knee deep under yeah, hood on the wrenching. Carriage. <laughs> That's As right. You I were thinking right about military. <laughs> military. And and next thing I know we were having a meeting company meeting that oh yeah guess what there's a thing going on in and within i think it was about two weeks we were we were leaving for the gulf and and uh you're like okay i'm i'm
0: gonna yeah, be okay headed over okay, to the middle east we well let me ask yeah, you okay. this because uh most of us and really thank you for your service and many of you listening thank you for your service we got a lot of veterans all right so you're in theater and it it isn't like it's always a perfect scenario where the tank gets towed in and in a comfortable air-conditioned environment, you're fixing the
4: tank.
3: (laughs) Tell me about
0: one of the more dire situations where perhaps you had to get maybe the track or something mechanical back together so that tank could fight war and not just whistle disc. Okay,
3: so um, we ultimately took all of our tanks from Fort Hood, Texas, which were basically um, wore out. You know, they were, they were older. They were, they were wore out. We had a lot of problems when we got over there to the sand. The air intake system is basically like a Dyson. It uh, uses a lot of vortex generator um, technology to, to extract the, the heavy sand. And that wasn't doing its job, so then that gets left up to some big filters. And then when you put a turbine engine back there that's very hungry for air, you know, it has its way with pulling in the dirt. That was one big thing, so that was very hard on engines. Then uh, the the large bearing that allows the turret to turn, we had one. How big is that one? How,
0: Will, how big? Give us dimensions. Uh,
3: that that, that uh, turret ring, that bearing is... It's got to be 10 feet in diameter. Oh,
0: That's not like a hub bearing, job that
3: oh, comes in the garage. It's not, a, <laughs> it's not. And so so we actually pulled a turret in the in the sand, uh, and uh, that requires two M88 vehicles. I mean, these vehicles are huge, and it required two of those to lift that turret up out of there and get a look at this bearing and, and replace oh. the bearing. We replaced the bearing. Oh, what turned out in our stay over there is is uh, we had enough problems that uh, within a, the first couple of months um, that we got a whole new batch of tanks that had been stored in Germany. And so that really changed, you know, our our uh, capabilities because was, we were kind of stuck with. I'm
0: some thinking somebody of, out, kind of out there, down Will, down said, down. wait a minute, we got two of these M88 crane recovery Take, like, vehicles. I'm thinking they just said, because the military's like that. They'll keep, just repaint that or just replace the barrier. Oh, yeah. And it's like, dude, no, we're fighting a war.
3: Give me some new oh, yeah. stuff.
1: This one's done. Yeah. This is done. <laughs> wow, what it's a great story, cause, Will.
3: It's funny because the M88 is uh, uh, a Vietnam-era <laughs> vehicle. It's the only vehicle track vehicle from that era that's still in the military you know so so that's kind of funny but but Mm. yeah um i was super lucky the one thing i would like to speak to is i was super lucky in the fact that uh yes i was in combat i was very close to combat but i didn't have to i didn't have to suffer some of the things that uh, others did and you know we have a, a a lot of young men out there who have uh, seeing some things that they should just never have to see in, in a lifetime and are suffering from it, and, you know, and that leads to um, some... Some,
0: some uh, trauma, man, you know, and no doubt uh, many, many bad, men yeah. and women in theater that way. I was the same way. Um, I mean, we were in the Persian Gulf doing minesweep operations. Uh, I did a lot of Morse code communication. We had three wooden minesweepers. We didn't see nothing on the level I mean, we were—I mean, you—you you were up behind a machine gun when you were at GQ, right. steaming through the streets of moose, But I agree with you, Will. There are many out there, and we thank all of our ladies and our men out there, uh, young, old, generationally, uh, and we thank you for that. And okay. we're going to take okay. a quick break because we want to get down <laughs> in the garage and find out how you started with the Kindiket family and what it is that you bring to the team that really kicks up the game. I want you guys to stay tuned. If you're just joining us, we've got Will Lockwood. Check out kindigot.com. people. Will Lockwood's going to come back with us. Ranch Nation, stay tuned
4: my mileage back. Of course you want your mileage back and all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost three to one over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. I got my
0: mileage back. BG. 52% of the population family are women. We love you ladies, but less than 3% of you women are professional technicians. Our charity partner, TechForce Foundation, believes if we want to solve this little technician shortage, we need to start talking at 52% of these ladies out in the population. Head on over if you feel like you can tinker with the best of them. Head on over to techforce.org. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. If you catch bits and pieces of the show, remember we upload that podcast on Sunday so you can be in your dirty socks and your favorite drink and hang with the show. And we do really appreciate all of our podcast family. Uh, Ken Digget Design, you guys have seen the show Bitch and Rides on Motor Trend TV. Lots of work put uh, behind the scenes, really, to, to make that show happen when you're seriously focused on putting out an end result product. In fact, I will tell you guys... A lot of these TV shows that start off maybe one or two years, it's a pilot, maybe a second year, and it's just too much pressure and too much stress. Will, let's bring Will back. Will Lockwood, he's a fabricator engineer. Will, on that note, before we dive in how you and Dave met, it is a lot of pressure. I mean, you're you're performing to get it right mechanically, but you're also going through the show elements. That's a lot of pressure.
3: Yeah, Well, but- I think uh, we were really lucky in the fact that uh, we wanted to change TV. When we first started the show, we, we uh, you know we had kind of, TV had suffered from um, perfection syndrome, <laughs> bad TV from 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 drama from from throwing stuff and destroying buildings, you know, instead of building excellent and and building people up. It was, it was very much tearing down our mechanical oh, friend. Man, great. thank you yep. for saying yep. that.
0: Thank and you for saying that because it's a it's a dirty shame. Yeah. I don't care if it's just, you know, an ASC certified technician or a great talented fabricator or a great designer like Dave. The fact is it's it, it shames our industry, man. And, and yeah. so I don't mean to get crazy on it, but thank you for that.
3: Yeah. And so we fought very hard that it was going to be different. Um, it was going to be inspiring and, 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 you know, the feedback is good. And, and like you're saying, you know, we're on season eight come up and, and everything that, everything that everybody says is the first thing they love is there's no drama and and that we're, you know, we're doing something different. And so, so we really stuck to our guns for the, for the um, stress level of it all. I mean, we do that to ourselves it's the nature i guess yeah 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 yeah. we would still be we would still be trying to push the limits of what we can do personally what we you know uh, and of these cars to to make them that much more excellent every day and people tell me oh my gosh you're so cool you're so amazing whatever i say we just try so hard every day to do the most with what we're given Yep. You know, and, and that's kind of been the basis of uh, our, our shop here. And, and we just do the most with whatever you put in front of us. And that's kind of always been my my thing.
0: Yeah, no, know. And, and that's one of the, the soul spirit mantras of a fabricator and someone that's got to, you know, form mold and such. Take us back in time. Military's done. You're working in your own garage at the house. You're doing some side projects. How did you meet Dave Kindig and the family over there?
3: I got out of the service. I got in... Uh, it was probably a street water magazine. I looked up what companies are in the magazines and that are uh, in the area. And that turned out to be high-performance coatings, which, if you remember, they uh, they do very much like Jet Hot still does to this day with yeah. uh, coated uh, exhaust headers. Ceramic coating, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, ceramic yeah. coating. Yeah. And so I made a B line to this place and and um, got a job there and and turns out about a month prior Dave Kindig had done a similar thing and that's where I first met Dave Kindig was at HPC we were working uh, coding headers and and I stayed there I don't know about 3 years and we would you know I mean we we, we coded a lot of exhaust a lot of parts, a lot of you know anything. Someone would put in front of us. We were trying to make it all shiny. Uh, he stayed there. I had some other things going on. I was, I was uh, starting a family, and um, I went back to school to be um, to do machine work and some CAD training and a couple other things. So, what did you feel, up.
0: Will? What did you feel? Because we got a lot of folks tuning in that, you know, I mean. Working in a, a ceramic-coated, high-performance place is cool, but what was your element to kick it up notches and say, you know what, man, I... I yeah, I'm, I need I more wanna, than this. I like need more than this. Because like, yeah. you're speaking to a lot of people that feel like maybe, no matter what age, they may feel like they're flatlining. What was your motivating factor? What made you kick it up notches for
3: more education? Um, I had always been a... I, I, I was super lucky in high school. You know, I was kind of in a rut. Um... But I found vocational school, and and through that I was able to uh, be excellent and and do well, and and so it took a lot of pressure off my normal schooling. So then I could do better in it also. But but I had some other goals. I, I was wanted to do I wanted to do more. I wanted to do more. And, and you can go get yourself a job, but then. You know, just like it's hard to better yourself when you're working, uh, you know, forty hours a week or, or more. You're and, not a
0: forty-hour week guy. Some tells me that you may be yeah, that hundred-hour week guy. I could relate to that.
3: Yeah. Well, and <laughs> even at that time, you know, I was doing like you're saying, side jobs and sure, doing all yeah. this stuff. And, and but but what what a, I always wanted to learn machining. I always wanted to learn the uh, CAD stuff. I wanted to learn these things and so so you know was I just gonna stay in this um, nine to fiver and, and, and coat headers? Kind of no way you know um, I, wanted, I wanted more so so anytime anybody ever talks to me about going back to school I mean I'm like make the opportunity. I mean there is nothing better in a day than learning something new. I mean if you can do that on your you know on a daily and uh, your day-to day job, great. It, but, uh, you know, if you're stagnating at all, go find something new.
0: You just said um, something. It resonates, and i, I got to stop for a minute because it doesn't matter what we do in life. I always mention this. Whether we're selling flowers or machining or building carburetors or what have you, make opportunity. Yep. That's okay. powerful, man. And you, you in, in a nutshell, that's a, I can imagine where you're doing a ton of these shows. Uh, you know, SEMA's coming up and a lot of people ask you, man, hey, uh, what was the magic uh, button for you? It's like, <laughs> no, dude, make opportunity. That is huge. Yep.
3: Uh, the, the magic button is, is a whole lot of hard work. There you go. And, <laughs> and time. And time. My wife will attest to the fact that that uh, the first 11 years I worked here, you know, she was the shop widow. And, uh. and. And we we just pushed the boundary. Like I said, we, we put we put the customers' money in the car, we put our time in the car, we put the, the, the company's time in the cars so that they could be just like said, absolutely everything they could be and you know and it paid off. That that ended up paying off, you know, there was no way I just had a really hard time. I've never I've never worked in a, like a collision kind of scenario to where, oh, that's good enough. Right. I've always done customs, and, and good enough is kind of perfect, you know. And, and it, of course, I say that, but then, you know, if I look at one of our cars, I'm like, okay, this could be better, that could be better. All these yeah, isn't that
1: better. terrible, no matter how yeah. hard and the detail? Yeah. It's <laughs> like you still look back and – if i did this again i would do this all right i'm gonna Turn take on. i'm gonna take this Turn back yeah no on. doubt i'm gonna take us
0: uh-huh. back SEMA. we're going back SEMA three years ago uh again mm-hmm. i bring our good friend bogey uh all gang garage uh or all, all Girl girls. Garage from the tv in mm-hmm. the girl gang garage now she sold her retail shop but she's doing these SEMA builds and she mentioned that of course at SEMA everybody's coming up and one guy will was very standoffish he was staring at the car He wasn't getting intimate with it, but standing from far away. And Bogey approached this individual and said, why don't you come look at the car? And he says, it's too perfect. And Bogey was like, "Uh -uh, Uh uh-uh, come come take a look at this. And went underneath the vehicle, undercarriage, toward the rear of the exhaust, and and showed him (laughs) this is what kicked our butt. Mm -hmm. And I, I think going back to TV, and I'm so grateful that you guys have that mantra and that culture about, Hey, we want to just do absolutely pristine work. We take pride in that. We want to inspire a few people. The fact is, as you said, Greg, it's stressful. And I can imagine, Will, you walking up to some some fender lines, hood lines, and you're you're like, oh my gosh. So talk to us about that. What's your therapy, man? How do you and your wife take it easy? And cause you gotta have a balance. How do you how do you kind of zen out after
2: a long time? long
0: bill. I mean, what what do you do?
2: And Frank's just asking for a friend. That's all. Just for a friend, (laughs) yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I tell you what, I mean, really, honestly, uh, until some, like, two, three years ago, you know, vacations were hard for me to find, you know, And, and, and what makes me happy each and every day is, is accomplishment. So I go from here and, I, and I'll and work, you know, 10, 12 hours a day, whatever, and then I go home and I want to get, you know, I want to I redo something or fix something or make something better. So she kind of just, like, scratches her head, when are you going to sit down? And I'm like, well, if I sit down, I'll go to sleep.
4: Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if I slow down at all, if I slow down at all. Uh, we just keep some balance by, you know, just, enjoying every minute, you know, you could call it work, but, but the amount of time that we put in it, if you're not enjoying it, you know, you've got to enjoy it. So, so that's the life that you have. And, and
0: uh, yeah, we can relate, man. No doubt
3: about it. No doubt about it. So, Hey, Will, for me, it's staring at the the blue sky, you know?
1: (laughs) So, Hey, Will, I have to bring up something. I have a, I was in LA a few years ago at the classic auto show. And that's where Dave had Maybelline out there, that Continental. So, gorgeous car. I mean, I I very rarely use the word flawless, but, man, that car is amazing.
0: And you guys go on to uh, kendicket.com. You you guys can check out the Ray Gallery. Maybelline is on the the first page of that gallery. Go ahead, Greg.
1: Yeah, just an amazing car. I mean, I know you guys were involved. You guys graphed the quarter panels to match the front fenders and just – the detail work on that car is amazing. So what co- collaboration, how were you involved with that uh, behind the scenes?
3: Um, at the time, I was uh, I was kind of managing the shop, and so I kind of, knew, you know, I controlled every little aspect of the, the build on that. Um, it used to be the saying, uh, you know, I would get Dave's drawings down off the wall and from dreams to reality, you know, make them, make them. A real car um so so you know that car it's unique for one that's a challenge it's it's uh large like 19 feet yeah. right uh, continental 50 yeah, yes, yeah. It, it, it's a uh, of course then then let's put this falconer v12 in there you know that was uh that <laughs> that's was, a great idea that was a gargantuan proposal, just like you mentioned, those rear quarter panels where you're getting rid of the whole uh, skirt arrangement yep. and that whole mounting system and then replicating a front fender proportionally to the rear of the car. You exactly. can't take the front fender off and slap it on the back and then, oh, okay, there you go. You know, if that thing had to be stretched in six different directions to get the proportions to flow and to be nice. Um, Yeah. We put a full chassis into the car. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. There's – I think that car is in the order of 4,000 hours. and And down to the hood with the hole in the hood and the the bubble and uh, the – Everything. Okay, so the one thing that we utilized from this vintage car was the, the the roof. You know, it's a convertible. Right. But that timing system, that whole timing system on that roof, the way it closes with the trunk and closes into the trunk, that's like 1958 computer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if it's that is not switched. precise, nothing works. Yes.
3: <laughs> well, and it's, it, you know, this switch has to be, Oh man, and, and, and the screws at the top of the uh, windshield to tighten it down. I mean, just just some really insane stuff. So so you just take everything kind of one bite at a time, and and, and you give it your all. And
1: well, your your uh, your abilities definitely showing that car. At least your ideas do. And well, I mean, I think
0: I a team it. too. The the whole kin dig it. Tribe. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I, I think and I and I think that's what may separate you guys as a as a team from some other shops that just fall apart when they're going that knee deep into attention detail. Will we gotta take a quick break. I want to bring you back and talk about some of the exciting projects that you guys are working on now and perhaps talk about maybe some SEMA surprises if we can get that <laughs> out of here. Will Lockwood of uh Ken Diggit, uh great fabricator, visit kendiggit.com. Hang tight, we're gonna come back, Ranch Nation.
4: Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480 655
0: 8870. Right on Wrench Nation. Get on wrenchnation.tv. Catch your favorite show. And a big shout out to all of our automotive student tribe Uh, starting up school again. We are honored. And I want to remind you guys Desert Car here down in Chandler and Dobson. Come visit with us. You don't have to spend any money. Come by. You guys get a lot of questions. And please, if we can't help you, we're networked throughout the country. We've got a ton of great automotive technicians, some great community-minded uh, folks that will take care of you. So know that uh, you can also see that list on wrenchnation.tv. Mr. Will Lockwood, engineer, restorer, fabricated over at Diggit Design, and rides. Let's bring Will back in. Will. Hey, what's up?
2: Hey. There you are.
0: Yeah, so uh, we got to talk because right now we were actually grateful you could even make it to the show because Greg and I were like, oh, man, he's got to be... Burning midnight oil Stressful. for SEMA, stressing, you know, know, a lot of us are doing that right now. What's that like? Like, you you guys, and if you can't reveal it, it's all good. Uh, is there a certain project that we can, Ranch Nation, can hear some, about? Hear about, maybe, over here? <laughs> Coming to SEMA? Would Dave the get upset? We,
3: no, no. He's, the thing that we are most excited about right now is we've been working on these carbon fiber 53 Corvettes. You know, uh, Dave will tell you it's been a dream for him of all the of all the body styles he wanted to recreate was this car, and um, we have completely molded our own body, and now we're going to introduce these cars. Uh, we're hoping to have uh, two or three of them at SEMA this year, and both naturally aspirated, and the third one that's on the cusp. Is hopefully going to be an electric vehicle. And um, that's probably the most exciting thing that's going on right now for us. That's is, the tech is,
0: side of this because you, you got to go back in time when you and Dave first met and the whole Kindig family, Kindigit family over there. You guys, was 3D, did you have 3D scanning back then? I don't think so. Oh, this is no. like, right. this oh, is a no. big deal. This is a big deal. i here
3: 18 years. I think 3D scanning was only available to NASA and, that was and it. Yeah. you know, <laughs> at the time. So so the whole scanning thing and 3D printing, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> so, I mean, it's really taken,
0: you're, you're basically saying with the, with the announcement of these carbon fiber Corvettes that you guys are working on, potential electric, you're really taking and kicking up notches to the high end resto mods by way of both three D and carbon fiber. That's a big deal. That's like that's work for many years for the Kin digit tribe.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean and and not to say that we want to uh get away from the norm you know yeah. we love all cars we, we always have anything custom has always been our motto you know uh you know just doing this production thing for us it's just it's just a little different so it's exciting um you know uh the technology side it helps it, it is it's a double-edged sword Computers can waste your entire day if oh, you let them. Tell us, man. <laughs> we, we deal right. with I it mean, in the garage.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I
3: mean, it, it's the There's language of
0: code and in, in understanding yeah. data stream. I mean, on, on the on the testing and diagnosing side of these modern-day vehicles. But I can imagine that uh, an element of, of the crew, including yourself and, and the rest, is the creative style. Like, I, I can imagine that Dave does spend, his mind goes, and he designs it, and now the team is tasked to – to just go out and really put this together and I could see you guys spending a couple days just behind the three D sort of renderings yeah. and putting it together. How do you how do you deal with that? I mean it if I can ask that.
3: Um well we just we, we, we do a lot of evaluation in the fact that is this going to you know, what process is gonna be the is gonna be the best? I mean, because we can very often go out in the shop and in a one-off situation, we can go out and grab a piece of metal and we can get something done in a, in a half a day where it may take us half a day to, to even start dreaming about how we would accomplish it through the computer work and, and this and that. Yeah. Understood. Now, yeah. Then, then, but there's other items that you cannot even machine them. We have been, we have been, um, uh, 3d printing, sand casting molds that go to the foundry and get poured with aluminum that you cannot machine you can, there was there would be no way that you could produce this part without using that process. And so so, you know, you evaluate it and then you use the most effective Effective way, and if the most effective way is beating it with a rock, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, we
0: uh, we had Melanie Melanie Lang out of uh, California, uh, who's heavy into three D printing, uh, all kinds of industries. But uh, from an automotive point of view, we know that some of the manufacturers as well, uh, as well as some of the distributors who are looking to do some in house stuff, and uh, that's that's like future. So I got to ask you. so We got a few minutes. We ask all our guests, and and. Man, we wish we had a ton more time, but that'll that just be our cue to catch up with you at SEMA. But the thing is this. The electric vehicle. People are excited. But there are some, and I've seen this in the news, and I've been saying it, hashtag fake news, that say car culture is going away. Mr. Lockwood, EV, autonomous. What's it look like? Are we going to still tinker in the future, man?
3: Well, of course. I mean, we're hot rodders. We're gearheads. If you if you put uh, if you put an electric car in front of me, I'm gonna figure out how to soup it up. Exactly. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna change the wheels. I'm gonna I'm gonna do whatever I can to make to make that personal to me.
2: That's awesome. You
3: know that that's hot rodding. That it, it, is it. Is it evolution? It's evolution. There were electric vehicles in 1908.
2: Yes. Yes. Yep.
3: Yeah. That's true. You know. I don't believe, outside of absolute legislation, is the car culture gonna gonna go away. You know, SEMA is there for a reason. We have to pay attention to what lawmakers are doing, obviously, to to retain that side. But otherwise, uh, I mean, the gear the gear still turns. My my gears started turning at four, and they don't they don't even stop for a second. So so in that whole realm, is the car car culture gonna die because electric vehicles? No no way in hell. People were freaking out over Honda Civics, you know.
0: Way back in the seventies, there was a gas <laughs> car, that little CVCC, <laughs> and then all of a sudden. Well, uh, uh, you had somebody put a
4: big block in the little savings and say, "Hey,
0: I mean, it, yeah. it is." And, and I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta interject. This is important. A lot of you listening right now, you're hanging, hanging out with us from the dealership as technicians, as service riders, aftermarket garages. You need to pay attention. We'll mention something legislation, and we're gearheads. We don't want to get into the legal, but all your auto care association, SEMA, Automotive Service Association. You don't realize right now the battle. To have access to information, so we can fix your car. SEMA is looking right now at what's the effect with ADAS systems, the Advanced Driving Awareness systems, so we can lower and slam a vehicle, or we can kick up a lift kit. How's it af- affect those camera systems? And you guys in the service bays. You hear about it, and like, well, that sucks. Well, no, man, pay attention because your vote. We need to stay strong in an aftermarket. Sorry, I got a little legal on us over there. <laughs> <bucket, so laughs> <good>. But <laughs> it's, it's totally so good. true. I mean, if we're going to keep this alive for yeah. for uh, technicians, no matter how deep you get under hood, uh, you, you got to pay attention. Will, where can folks find you? I want to throw out some social media. Give us, give us your handles.
3: Oh, geez, let's see. Uh, my Instagram is uh, William J Lockwood. Um, my Facebook's just Will Lockwood and and Twitter is like, um, Will is bitching. So, so I'm out there. You just, you just have to start hunting and and you usually can find me pretty easy. Uh, I post enough, you know, I, I try to have a decent balance with that, (laughs) but the, Put the phone down and, and go work on stuff. And, and then I don't have to post everything I do, you know. So
0: Yeah, well, you guys yeah. are amazing. Uh, you guys check out kendigget.com, the whole team over at Kendigget. And thank you guys for really putting out some productive TV. We enjoy it. And more importantly, keep that passion going. And hopefully we can all hook up at SEMA.
3: Oh, absolutely. Right on, Will we'll Lockwood. front. Hey, thanks, Will. We'll, we'll know where you're at.
1: We'll fight you. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: right. It's all good. Will Lockwood, an honor to have you on kendigget.com. Thank you so much, Will. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Will.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what awesome. it's about. A lot of you tuning in, you know, I think there was a lot of uh, takeaways here. Did did he realize he was going to end up later on in life being on TV for so many years? Right. Or he just make Opportunity. That was the key Stop part. your complaining, man. Yep. You guys are like, ah, I got a part time job. Well, go get two more jobs. Make opportunity. That's what it's about.
2: Any parting words, Susie? But you got to have desire too before you make that opportunity. Sometimes we're confused on the desire. Like we're not that. sure if this is
0: for us. But and that's, that's where okay. it starts, right? It gets a little murky, it gets a little muddy. It's okay. But make opportunity. Thank you very much, guys, for joining us. Susie, you're a rock star. You too. Greg, thank you so much, sir. Absolutely. And all of you tuning in, we appreciate (laughs) you. Uh, We have some uh, YouTube stuff going up. We've been, it's hard, man. We're just, we're all busy, but we'll have some more YouTube stuff on uh, some some of the show. And then we have the Fountain Valley Car Show series. Uh, I think I got some of it up, but Joe Coddington was a great interview, you guys. What I'm saying is, please, family, follow us on YouTube. We could use the love. (laughs) <laughs> thank you. WrenchNation.tv. We'll catch you next week and next week and next week. We are here. We're, We're back. Thank you, guys. And uh, KFNX on the weekend Saturday. You guys rock for hanging with us. As I tell you every week, be safe. Hug each other and never forget to hug a again.